This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Retirement Talk with Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give me a call at 812-787-0809. That's 812-787-0809. You can visit us online at compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. And if you stop by our website, make sure you check out our radio page. Just uh, click the tab in the upper right to access our uh, radio page. You can uh, check out past shows there. And you can also subscribe to our program on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Uh, but please don't hesitate to reach out to us anytime you have a questions about your retirement. Uh, we can do a face-to-face meeting or just have a, a good first phone call. You know, so uh, you, let's uh, imagine that you're finally retired. No more commutes, no more late nights uh, at the office, no more 2 a.m. emails. Uh, from someone who uh, feels like they need an immediate response. Uh, The world now is your oyster, and you're in control of your schedule. And you've also got a healthy amount of income coming in each month, thanks to all the years of uh, careful planning and discipline that you've shown with your finances. Can you imagine? It doesn't get a whole lot better than that, does it? But then on some uh, random afternoon, uh, sometime uh, when for many years you uh, would have been at work, you know, you head out to the mailbox uh, during your retirement, and you find a letter from the IRS informing you of a tax issue with one of your retirement accounts. Well, during today's show, we're going to take a close look at how different types of retirement income are taxed so you can feel more confident that your strategies are buttoned up and ready to go into retirement. But before we uh, dive in, uh, we want to give you uh, a couple uh, of updates. I want to remind everyone about our spring workshops. Uh, We'll be talking about these issues and others, and uh, we have two dates coming up. The first is Tuesday, April the 14th. This will be at the Huntingburg Event Center, and the time is 6.30. Uh, We'll start at 6.30. Uh, That might give uh, our uh, listeners that want to attend from uh, down in the Santa Claus and Dale area a little extra time to get there after work. So again, the first one is Tuesday, April the 4th at the Huntingburg Event Center. Start time is 6.30. The second is Thursday night, April the 6th. This will be at the Schnitzelbach in Jasper, and that start time is 6 p.m. Reservations are required. So to attend, you must call me at 812-787-0809. During these uh, events, I'll speak for 50 to 60 minutes, and then uh, we'll have dinner. Uh, The Schnitzelbach is catering to the Huntingburg Event Center, and we'll have uh, dinner there at the Schnitz 
in Jasper on, on the 6th. And then during dinner, uh, we'll stick around and answer questions, kind of a, a Q&A session for as long as you would like. And then I will stay after and answer uh, individual questions. So again, those dates are Tuesday, April the 6th at uh, Huntingburg. I'm sorry, Tuesday, April the 4th at the Huntingburg Event Center at 6.30. And Thursday, April the 6th at the Schnitzelbach in Jasper at 6 p.m. Reservations are required. Again, 812-787-0809. Tony Shore uh, is uh, not with us today, a little under the weather. So you've uh, got me for the next uh, 20 minutes or so. And we're going to be talking about uh, different types of uh, accounts that you may own and how they will be taxed during retirement. So, you know, there's many parts to our uh, financial strategy, and uh, we hope uh, to make uh, understanding those a little easier, and especially after you're retired. But we need to remember, taxes remain an element that we need to stay abreast of. Uh, Just because we retire doesn't mean that we can forget about uh, changes in uh, the tax code and how they may impact our retirement income. We're going to be looking at a Kiplinger article today, how 13 types of retirement income get taxed. And uh, as I uh, read the article, I felt it was a good resource for today's discussion. I think it does a good job of breaking down uh, many of the most common sources of retirement income and how they're taxed, and perhaps what uh, you can do to make sure your financial strategy addresses your various tax needs. And I would encourage uh, everyone listening uh, to, you know, keep this issue of uh, taxes uh, foremost uh, in uh, your retirement thoughts. We can't spend money that the government's going to take away from us during retirement via taxes. We know that's subject to change, but the key, I believe, is to have your uh, assets structured in such a way that uh, protects them uh, from uh, tax and then the likelihood that taxes may increase. You know, as you creep ever closer to uh, retirement, uh, we you know start spending a fair amount of time looking forward to those exciting things that we've put on our bucket list. You know, those are trips, uh, visiting a new golf course, a new fishing spot, uh, what we're going to plan uh, to do to spoil our grandkids and spend more time with those that that we love and care about. But while planning for those things, we really need to sit down uh, with a financial services professional and come up with a solid tax strategy. You know, in many situations, as I've said uh, over the the, the last couple years here on Retirement Talk with Mike Graber, I believe there is more income to be created for you uh, in retirement by adopting some sound tax strategies than it is by just focusing on the extra one or two percent that you might create uh, in growth on your portfolio. And as we grow our portfolio, oftentimes we're just growing more of a a tax bill. So we need to do it uh, smartly, we need to do it wisely, and uh, put the planning uh, in in place that protects us. This uh, article, one of the first big nuggets that it focuses on, uh, it would be no surprise, and this is the traditional you know, 401k, IRA, and other similar tax-deferred accounts. On the front end, uh, we know that uh, these accounts 
uh, reduce our taxable income. The contribution that goes in uh, reduces our uh, taxable uh, income at, at tax time reporting. And with that, uh, we save money in that current tax year. Uh, savings, you know, dividends, investment gains, uh, then on that account, they grow tax deferred until we take them out on the other end. But it can be easy to lose sight of the fact that we eventually have to pay taxes on this money when we retire and, uh, you know, create an income source with them by taking withdrawals. And then taxes apply to those gains. And the taxes applied to the pre-tax contributions that we deducted along the way. So we have to keep that in mind. And the question that I want uh, to ask all of uh, the folks that that meet with us is this. Does it make sense to continue funding these types of tax-deferred accounts, taking a current tax deduction, and here's the key, while federal income tax rates are at historic lows? With the possibility that in 10 years, 15 years, and for some of our younger listeners, maybe it's going to be 30, 35 years from now uh, when uh, we believe taxes will be uh, higher than they are today. So does it make sense to take a deduction today at 15 or 18 percent? And with the possibility that we pay the taxes back, the taxes might be uh, higher. And if you uh, track things like we do with usdebtclock.org, and you are informed with the uh, debt deficit and liability picture here in the United States, um, it should come as no surprise that uh, the likelihood of uh, higher taxes uh, needs to be part of your current planning. So uh, as uh, the Kippinger letter uh, article goes on to explain, you know, required minimum distributions or RMDs, uh, and we've uh, just spent uh, a lot of time discussing those uh, changes in our recent uh, show where we reviewed the SECURE Act 2.0. You know, those currently begin at age uh, 72 or or 73. For those with uh, traditional 401ks and IRAs, for folks who work beyond 72, you might be able to delay taking the RMD from your current employer's uh, 401k until you officially retire, as long as you don't own more than 5% of the company stock uh, from uh, whom you work. Uh, You should also bear in mind the tax rate you pay on traditional 401k and IRA withdrawals uh, is taxed as uh, your ordinary income tax rate. And uh, if you take payouts before 59 and a half, this is key, there is that uh, 10% pre-59 and a half withdrawal penalty. That's on top of the regular tax rate. Now, Uh, As we, again, uh, explained in good detail in the recent uh, show, there are some situations now where that 10% penalty can be uh, avoided for certain qualifying events. So just keep that in mind that when you're putting money into these retirement plans, uh, you should only put money in there Uh, that you are going to kind of designate in your mind is, hey, I'm putting this in here and I'm not going to touch it until I'm 59 and a half because if I do, in addition to the the tax I have to pay, there's an additional 10% penalty for pre-age 59 and a half withdrawals. Now, let's take a look at Roth IRAs. 
Uh, first, they come with, uh, I believe, a tremendous advantage over a 401k and, and regular IRA contributions. And uh, that is, you know, while the upfront deduction is not deductible, the withdrawals on the other end are tax free. Now, there's a couple of important notes uh, for me to make here. First, you must have had your Roth IRA account for a minimum of five years before you begin taking the tax-free withdrawals. The countdown begins, that five-year countdown begins the first time money is deposited into your Roth IRA, uh, whether uh, through a combination, uh, I'm sorry, a, a contribution or a conversion from a, a traditional IRA. So the key is to get that five-year clock started. Uh, the clock doesn't restart with each contribution. So think about making uh, a contribution to a Roth now. Get the five-year contribution clock uh, ro- uh, rolling, and then you can come back later on, and if it works in your financial plan to, to fund that Roth further, uh, you can do so, and then you won't have to wait the five years to withdraw uh, those funds and uh, maintain the tax-favored uh, structure on that. A uh, Second, uh, though you might be able to withdraw uh, the amount you contributed anytime tax-free, in most cases uh, with the Roth, you do need to be 59 and a half to withdraw the gains without facing the 10% early withdrawal penalty. All right, so we've talked about 401ks and IRAs and, and some tax issues there. We've just uh, gone through uh, Roth IRA uh, and the tax issues. Now let's talk about taxation of Social Security. You know, prior to 1983, did you know Social Security benefits were tax-free? And while many of uh, the recipients of Social Security today uh, aren't required to pay taxes on the benefits, uh, many others are in uh, a different boat. You know, depending on the provisional income uh, in, within their household. Uh, some may end up paying federal income tax on up to 85% of their benefits. Now, I'm not saying that the Social Security is taxed at an 85% tax rate. That's not what we're saying. We're saying that up to 85% of that household's Social Security benefit can go on the form 1040. So let's look at a little more detail here. If your provisional income, well, let's let's stop and let's define that again. Um, we talk about it often here on the show, but just in case uh, you don't remember what provisional income is or uh, it's a new term for you, provisional income is all income that uh, you have coming into the household. It includes income from tax-free municipal bonds, and it also includes one half of your Social Security. So if that total is under 25000 uh, or uh, 32000 for a married couple that files a joint return, your Social Security benefits are tax-free. So if it's under 25 single, 32 married, you do not put uh, any of your Social Security income onto your 1040 form. But if your provisional income is between twenty-five thousand for and thirty-four thousand 
for single or between 32 and 44,000 for joint filers, you may have to put as much as 50% or one half of your social security benefits on your form 1040. And uh, if your income, the provisional income is more than 34,000 single or 44,000 for a joint filer, that's where the big number, the 85% of your benefits are subject to taxation at your ordinary income tax rate. So coordinating you know, withdrawals from uh, IRAs, from your 401k, uh, you know, uh, interest income, dividends, all of those things go into uh, determining how much of the Social Security you're going to have to put on the 1040. And that's why we think it's important to have a, a comprehensive income plan in place so that you're uh, not uh, unnecessarily finding yourself in a position uh, where more of your Social Security uh, is subject to tax. You know, if you can in, uh, do some planning that drops you below one of these uh, levels, uh, you might go from an 85 down to uh, a 50% being includable, or, you know, go from 50% of your Social Security being taxed down to, to uh, uh, not having to show any of it. So uh, it's really incumbent, I think, on everyone to work with their advisor, work with your tax preparer, work with your CPA, and go through an exercise and really look at how you're uh, approaching your retirement income. And if you are not yet retired, do some planning, do some work, so that uh, you're not uh, unnecessarily uh, claiming Social Security uh, on top of other income and uh, paying taxes that you might not have to pay for uh, a couple of years. So it's uh, really important to have a, uh, a big-picture approach when considering uh, your retirement income streams. Now, uh, today we're covering a uh, Kiplinger article, How 13 Types of Retirement Income Gets Taxed. And next on the list is pensions. And, uh, you know, pensions uh, are not as prevalent as they once were. Uh, A good number of people, though, uh, still count uh, a pension as part of their uh, financial strategy. Their employer provides a pension. And, uh, you know, pensions uh, are funded with pre-tax money. And that means that the full amount of that pension that we receive is going to be treated as taxable income once we begin to receive payments. Uh, Typically, payments from both private and government pensions are taxed at an ordinary income tax rate as long as uh, there haven't been any uh, after-tax contributions made into the plan. And uh, the Kiplinger article further explains uh, if you sell stocks, bonds, mutual funds uh, that you've owned for at least a year, uh, that might be considered a long-term capital gain. And then there are different brackets for capital gains, 0, 15, and 20. And when you compare those numbers to the top ordinary income tax rate currently at 37%, that is a stark difference. So uh, be aware of how long you've owned, uh, let's say, an individual stock or bonds or mutual funds. And if you're thinking about selling those, uh, make sure that they qualify uh, for uh, capital gains. Again, those three percentages are 0, 15, and 20%. And those are based on specific income caps that uh, are adjusted uh, periodically uh, for inflation. So again, 
important to understand how various types uh, of income sources uh, are taxed. All right, uh, let me take a break here just real quick and remind everyone about our uh, upcoming retirement income workshops. Uh, they uh, are scheduled for April the 4th at the Huntingburg Event Center. That will be at 6.30. I'll speak for uh, 50 minutes to an hour on many of the topics that you hear on Retirement Talk with Mike Graber, but uh, with that amount of time, we have more detail. Then the schnitzel box bringing dinner in for everyone, and during uh, dinner, I'll answer uh, all the, the questions uh, that you would care to ask. And then the following Thursday evening is April the 6th. We'll be at the Schnitzelbach in Jasper. That meeting starts at 6 o'clock. And then again, uh, following my presentation, we'll have dinner and a question and answer session. So again, Tuesday, April the 4th at the Huntingburg Event Center. Start time is 6.30, dinner following. And then Thursday, April the 6th at Jasper in the Schnitzelbach. That start time is 6. RSVPs are required. And you need to call me at 812-787-0809 to make your reservation. All right, so we just finished up talking about um, uh, taxation of uh, capital gains. We've talked about pensions today. We've talked about Roth taxation, 401k, and IRA uh, taxation. Uh, let's, uh, in the couple minutes we have left, uh, let's talk about uh, how income from an annuity will be taxed. You know, ultimately with an annuity, it depends on how that annuity was funded and tax classified. Uh, an annuity can be designated uh, as a, an IRA, it can be designated uh, to be a Roth. And it can be designated to be a, a non-qualified account. Well, like anything else, um, all of these uh, tax issues uh, can vary uh, by household. It really depends on what your individual picture is. And certainly, uh, the people that I work with, uh, I hope they have a good grasp. And that's part of our goal is, is for them to understand how various uh, retirement income streams will be taxed. And I also work with people um, that uh, are, are aware um, in, in great detail uh, how these uh, products uh, and income streams uh, are taxed, but yet others uh, find uh, some surprises along the way. So again, if uh, you are not uh, 100% sure that you have a good understanding of this tax picture when it comes to various types of uh, retirement accounts, uh, including Social Security, Give us a call here at uh, Compass Retirement Advisors. My direct number is 812-787-0809. And let's talk about uh, what your individual income uh, picture looks like. If there are some recommendations we can make that uh, put more dollars in your pocket, that's why we're here. We're about out of time for today's show. I thank you for joining us. And uh, next week, we uh, believe Tony Shore will be back with us. We look forward to, to him. We're going to do a part two on this uh, article from Kiplinger's, How 13 Types of Retirement Income Get Taxed. So I encourage you to join us again next week. And uh, we'll be here with another edition of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Thank you for being with us today. We look forward to you joining us again next Sunday. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. Investment advisory services provided by Creative One Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and Creative One Wealth LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Provided content is for overview and informational purposes only and is not intended and should not be relied upon as individualized tax, legal fiduciary, or investment advice. Each individual situation will vary and opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Illustrations given are hypothetical examples and provided of illustrations purposes only. It does not represent real-life scenarios. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representation can be made to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. The information contained herein is based on our understanding of current tax law. Tax and legislative information may be subject to change and different interpretations. We recommend that you seek professional legal advice for applicability to your personal information.